Your boy's on that keto diet. You know what I mean? I'm down to 180.0 from 190.8. Yeah, well, you're definitely down, and somehow you still manage to look more disgusting than when you were fatter. How the fuck did you pull uh, that off? That's because of behavior and not appearance. Well, I'll definitely give you that much. All right. So, as always, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash valleyboyspod. Kick us five bucks for booze. It's the Valley Boys Foundation. We take your money. We buy liquor with it. This week, we almost had a tie for our designated gay dad of the week. But this <laughs> week, it goes to a woman, Shitty Stacy from Boston, Massachusetts. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. Hot Mama Stacy. Yep, this girl you don't even know, and that's why you're always asking, Dave, when are you going to Boston? Dave, can I open for you in Boston? Dave, can I show for you to Boston? All right, Stacy, calm the fuck down, but thank you for your money. We're going to drink it. <laughs> uh, in second place is Shitty Jones. She was also, it was a tie, like I was saying, and then Stacy came back with more money. It was almost a two-way tie between two women to be the designated gay, you know, scissor dads. In yeah, this case. They, they, they almost got their lickety split. <laughs> <laughs> we also got Shitty Tina, Shitty Steve again, Shitty Ray again, Shitty Steve again, and the rest. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> We are the Valley Boys. I am your host, Dave Weasel, and the only reason you listen. Let's get this shit over with. Join with me is my assistant, Brandon Collins. Brandon, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing fine, and I thank you for that nice intro, you filthy little fucking Canuck. Oh, oh, so I get that this time. Last time you signed off with that, and I understand you're being Tony Hinge Collins with that shit. That's not even a slur to me. Canuck, whatever. It's Canuck, by the way. And there's a hockey team called that. They're too shitty to even make the playoffs. So whatever. Call me that all you want. Doesn't bother me. God, that's a little embarrassing for Canada to have a hockey team that sucks. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I'll tell you this much. If you're the first, if, if you, this is your first time listening, Brandon likes prostitutes. You start that off like the last fucking 10 episodes in a row. Yep, what the fuck? I have mentioned that in the last 10, and I'm going to do it. For every episode forever, because look, it's true. All right. Look, man, you can knock me for that, but you still pay for it, too, buddy. Uh, okay. This again, this argument of paying for it versus paying up front for it. If Explain it was good way. last time, it's good this time. I'm paying my hard earned money knowing that I'm going to get laid at the end of the night. You're dropping what? Like a hundred fucking dollars at Dave and Buster's on their bullshit games and like paying $15 for a fucking drink. And hopefully you get to go home at the end of the night and maybe get a handy out of it. Yeah, but that $100 lasts for $10, 10 minutes worth of entertainment at Dave & Buster's. Hey, uh, yeah, weird. Uh, I, I get 15 minutes of entertainment uh, for uh, my 100 ah, sometimes a little less. Yeah, yeah, of course. Do you remember we went to Dave & Buster's and they refused to serve me because I had a Canadian passport? And so you ordered two beers and they were like, no, we're going to follow you around and make sure that Canadian doesn't drink anything. Yeah, man, I, I will admit that was some pretty petty bullshit on their part, you know, because I can no definitely doubt. see your age. But, hey, I uh, tell you what, speaking of uh, uh, pettiness, that uh, leads into our mailbag this week. Uh, Michaela from Rhode Island. Uh, sorry you got stuck with that name, Michaela. Yeah, and uh, also being from Rhode Island, of course your parents name you some bullshit like that. Yeah, that is a double Anyways, fucking whammy. I'm glad uh, she took time from her lacrosse and polo team to fucking <laughs> listen to us and reply. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, Michaela from Rhode Island wants to know, what is the pettiest thing that you have ever done? Oh, God. That's not a bad question for once. For once. See, eventually it pays off. Eventually. Of course, it's from a woman because typically it's men that listen to us and typically it's men that reply to us. But that's not a bad question. I think on one of the podcasts earlier I talked about the pettiest thing was um, this guy, Noah, Noah Balboa from Winnipeg, who was constantly calling my girlfriend when I was like 20 years old, you know, and at like three in the morning. And then one time I answered and I was just like, hello. And he's like, Ugh. I'm like, what you doing, Noah? He's like, nothing. I'm like, are you going to call again? And he's like, no. What's funny is he he played in bands later on that played with my bands. Anyways. That's not the most pay. I would have to say a more recent dish from the time I was 20, more recent from when I was 20. Uh, there was this dude who was, have you ever 
looked at your significant other's phone when they had it open with all the messages and you accidentally glance at their phone and you see something you don't want to see? No, none of the prostitutes have ever shown me their phone, Dave. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see that. That's how you catch all the diseases is just by looking at their phone. But in this case, I saw a dude's name, you know, and I thought, who the fuck is this guy? So I look him up, and of course he's private. All fucking coward men that are up to no good have private accounts. And they're like, no, I'm someone important. It's like, bitch, how many death threats do you get? Is it as much as I do? No. Fucking... Whatever. So I look him up and he's got a podcast because, of course, of course, he's a white guy. And it's uh, <laughs> and it's all like I see he's got that podcast and I listen to the episode like I hate listen to it, you know, and it's all the same. <laughs> hate fucked it right in your ear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just walking down the street, taking every step. Fuck this guy. And I, like, it's not even a big deal. But I listen and it's all copy paste, regurgitated right wing anti-California donkey garbage. You know what I mean? Well, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's just like, journalists are bad for reporting news. And that that's his podcast. It's like, he has that candor. He's got that level of charisma. Nothing about it is good. And also, there's zero listeners. Like, I literally wrote the first review because, of course, I wrote a review. <laughs> <laughs> so first, I give it one star. <laughs> All right, and then and then I go on to say this guy was just in court for farting and masturbating on the subway, and he recently had plastic surgery on his butt, and it fell off on the witness stand, and he left a streak on the chair. He gave everyone in jail his STDs, and that's why he hasn't posted an episode in so long. And to this day, that's the only review that motherfucker has ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, through the kindness of his heart. Dave Weasel <laughs> helping this little man out in the world. I know. That is really shitty of me because, you know, like the guy is trying. Granted, he sucks and it's never going to happen for him. But I had to go and take a giant shit on his art or whatever. But also, what the fuck are you doing sending weird messages? You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, that was very petty and, and very jealous of me. But I did it. I don't care. I don't even regret it. Fuck him. I hope he listens to this just out of spite, you know? Uh, Same thing. He's always walking down the street. Fuck Dave. (laughs) Oh, God, that's me. Yeah, fuck you. You'll reverse hate listen. What about you? What's the pettiest thing you've ever done? All right. So I did try to uh, uh, sow the seeds of discord uh, among this bartender I knew. Uh, I, I spent about a year. She was unhappy in her marriage. And I'm like, I really liked her. So I'm like, all right, well, this is my my chance you know and it took about a year to finally get it broken up to where she like got separated wanted to move out and rather than like get her own place she ended up fucking getting a room with uh, another bar fly and that guy's wife right mm-hmm. well so she moves in and look, you can imagine where this is going they end up fucking fooling around and Pissed me off to no fucking end. I'm like, no, no, wait a minute. This is my hard-earned work. You're not going <laughs> to fucking steal this from me, buddy. So you know what I did? What's that? I, I ended up fucking his wife in return. Oh, did you end the marriage? Yeah. It, it technically ended two marriages. So, uh, all right. All right. Yeah, your scheming ended one, and then your dick ended another. That is some petty shit, man. I got to say. Impressive. Kudos to you. Absolutely, man. Do you know what else is petty? And this isn't really a thing that i specifically know of i just see it online where girls will will match with guys online and then go out to dinner to get the free dinner and then ghost him i forget what is there's a name for it the internet's gonna come at me fuck you i don't care what it's called pretty sure it's called being a woman no, <laughs> no brandon what? it's it, there's a name for this where you're like food fishing or whatever, catfishing, but for real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're hoping to get a catfish dinner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I feel like that's kind of that's kind of petty, boys. If you're listening, because it's all ninety-five percent men. If you're going on a date with a girl, just straight up go Dutch oven. You know, <laughs> have the girl Dutch or, oven or just. Dutch, whatever. <laughs> Don't Dutch. You can't Dutch up until you're like two months in. But <laughs> go Dutch and make sure that they pay half 
Otherwise, you might be a victim of that, uh, whatever, fat fishing or whatever the fuck it's called. Jesus Christ. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you heard about this? Uh, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing where girls will go out with guys just to eat the dinner and leave. Yeah, I, mean, I thought that was normal. I didn't know there was like a special name for this there shit. Is a, it's a special name for it, and it's it's not that common, you know, but it happens. All right. Anyways, Florida man, what do we got? <laughs> Let's right. do this shit. It's like California man, and I have to guess where it is, and it could be from Florida or somewhere. <laughs> Brandon, you want to explain the rules? Absolutely. It's really quite an easy game. I got three headlines that I'm going to read off to Dave. He has to tell me whether he believes that individual is from Florida, California, or Canada. This is not a process of elimination. Any of these hooligans can pop up again anywhere in the game. Dave, are you ready to play, sir? Yes. Let's get it over with. All right. First headline. Flight attendant gets teeth knocked out by unruly passenger. Was that California, Florida, or Canada? Now, what is the question here? Is it where is the passenger from? Where did the flight take off? Where was the airplane itself? So it's it's always where it, where is the individual from? Okay, excellent. Okay, I'm going to go with Florida because uh, in California, we're a lot more strict about that sort of shit. Uh, a Canada man, nah, wouldn't have. I'm going Florida. Uh, no, this is actually California. It is. It was, it was a flight from Sacramento to San Diego. Oh, Sacramento's gross and dirty. Yeah, well, it's a type. What the fuck is that guy going to San Diego for anyway? I bet you that's the dude, whoever that is, going from Sacramento to San Diego is trying to continue that serial killer shit they had going on there. You know when they were lighting homeless people on fire? I mean, like, that's the only reason someone from Sacramento would ever want to go to San Diego because that place is trash. I mean, you could be leaving Sacramento to, like, go live in a garbage dump and it would be an improvement in your life. Exactly. Exactly. Like, cleaner, better people around you. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. surprised it happened to be from there. Well, I'm glad that, in a way, I'm glad that guy got punched out because it stopped a series of murders from happening, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, probably. You know, all that was lost were two teeth in this case. So. Uh, whatever. I've got teeth punched out before. Not a big deal. Yeah, well, you're Canadian. If you don't lose at least yeah. four teeth at some point in your life, you're doing something wrong. So, Exactly. Uh, All right, what's next? All right. Uh, the uh, the next one, uh, this is my uh, favorite one this week, actually. Uh, man stabbed woman who wouldn't have sex with him for $5,000. Is that Florida, California, or Canada? Damn. I saw a dude offered a woman five grand and to have sex, and she said no, and so he stabbed her one? Yeah, I, like he, he just fed her that knife. Yeah, I mean, what a what a bitch to turn down that generous offer. Yeah, what? Yeah, oh yeah, what a bitch. Um, <laughs> that's a. I mean, psychosis knows no bounds. That's not. That's not local to any one region. Um, good God, what a horrible thing to happen. Do you have? Do you know if this person was a sex worker or anything like that, or was it just like? No, it, to do new. No, no, it uh, it, it did uh, take place at a bar, and uh, the uh, the woman was Florida. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is Florida. Florida. Yeah, yeah, it, it, a place called Flagler County. Ugh. The, it, Ugh. The, the and the name of the bar was called Smiles. One, <laughs> this happened at one thirty in the morning. Like everything about this is just as white trash Florida as you can possibly get. So the woman was there with her boyfriend. She was a regular. Uh, dude uh, came up to her and I guess had tried this before multiple times, but apparently tonight was a night it was going to work. Uh, she said no, and then uh, they decided to confront the guy about it, you know, because he'd been after it. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> oddly enough, he fucking yelled at her that she's a hundred dollar hooker, and I'm like. Uh, man, you're 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 paying fifty fifty times more than uh, she's worth at this point, buddy. Like, uh, she must have a golden pussy or something, I guess. If you're want to go five grand on it for a hundred dollar hooker, but also isn't a hundred dollars like kind of the going rate? Is it above? Is it below? Like, if you meet a hooker at a truck stop or whatever, what's the going rate for that? Fifty bucks? Two hundred dollars? I mean, at a truck stop, probably fifty bucks. It depends on the quality okay. of the woman. So, woman is going to work a truck stop, definitely. But at a bar, you know, I, I feel like that's not an accurate 
you know, at least a two dollar hooker. You know what I'm saying? Well, at a place called Smiles at in Flagler County, Florida, at one thirty in the morning, like absolutely. Well, so, I hope that motherfucker's in jail, and I hope that woman recovers from her injuries. That's horrible, uh, especially because he said, "Oh, you're just this hooker for a hundred dollars, and then I'm gonna offer you five grand, and then stab you if you say no." Yeah, fuck that guy, Florida. Like, yeah, you already said it was. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. God, All Florida's right, garbage. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's why they're there for us every week. All right, final. Man injured after dumpster emptied into garbage truck. Uh, did Wait that- a minute. Man injured after garbage emptied into dumpster truck? What does that mean? Sorry. Was uh, he in the garbage? Okay, so actually, my apologies. Uh, woman died and man injured after dumpster emptied Jesus Christ, I'm an idiot. All right, take it take it again. We're drunk. Brandon's stoned, as always. <laughs> yeah. You guys know how fucking mad I get when Brandon does drugs. Yeah. All right, take a breath. Try it again. Okay. Woman dead, man injured after garbage truck empties dumpster into the back of his truck. Did that oh, happen shit. in Florida, California, or Canada? So they were in the dumpster. Yeah. I. What were they doing? Fucking? Uh, article Sucking? doesn't say <laughs> probably sleeping one off like hand shit. Uh, yeah, heroin nap, whatever. Above the clothes groping. Yeah, you know the 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 classy type of shit that you do when you're in a dumpster. Why would you sleep in the dumpster? Like, is garbage more comfortable to sleep on than pavement? I, or like uh, a sweater? I don't know. Whatever. No definitely, judgment. Definitely cheaper than a motel room. I mean, I'm gonna go with Florida, but also how shitty it is for that guy. To have his girlfriend or whatever uh, dead, and he lives after getting thrown in the dumpster. Hopefully, he can sue the state of Florida. Florida, final answer. It is the glorious location of Edmonton, Alberta, oh, Canada. Like the Florida of Canada, besides <laughs> Quebec. Whatever, man. The Jets just swept the Edmonton Oilers. Bye bye, Connor McDavid. Yeah, man, you figure that level of talent, the money into that team, and like they get fucking. They swept have two by the players. Jet. They have two players. They have Connor and Leon. That's it. Yeah, and, but, and that's, but it's still the Jets. Like, how fucking embarrassing is that? Well, the Jets, the Jets are a, they're a solid team, is what they are, and they gel well together. They've been playing for a long time. I can see the Jets being moderately successful. Yeah, they gel together because they're like garbage in a dumpster. They're all just piled in there and jammed together. The ones that survive get a contract next year, yeah. Yeah, and then there's a dead woman because she got stabbed by some fucking drunk guy offering her $5,000 for sex. She was probably wearing the opposing team's jersey at the MTS Center. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, they do that at the MTS Center in Winnipeg for hockey games. It is the absolute... Worst place for a date, like first date, second date, whatever. Well, it's, it's definitely. Uh, Don't go to the MTS Center for that shit. <laughs> for a Jets game. <laughs> or for any reason. Go for an Audio Slave concert. <laughs> well, I guess you can't. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, man. That date worked out for me pretty well in 2005, but I guess, yeah, that's never going to happen again. <laughs> God, no, yeah, back, back when, uh, what, you're in your fucking 20s? Oh, which uh, fucking yeah, rem- twenty one. Jesus, man! Like, uh, could you imagine? Like, try- could you imagine trying to date someone in their twenties now? Like, as me in my twenties, or no, like as you now? Did, as me? No, the, you, you couldn't. No. To- you wouldn't tolerate that. I just couldn't because we're from different generations at this point. You know what I mean? She'd be like, "Hey, look at this TikTok video I made." I'm like, "What the fuck is TikTok?" You know. Yeah, I fuck man. That that reminds me though. I had a I had a friend, um, roughly you know mid thirties, and uh, uh, ended up uh, meeting this gal, who uh, was actually in her, is in her early twenties, and uh, I was talking with my friend and like kind of on the fence about like, ah, should I go for it? Should I not? And I'm like. Might as well, man. It's like not not a huge difference. It's not like it's twenty or thirty years apart, you know. And you know, you're not looking for marriage, and she obviously isn't. And uh, so, you know, my friend like let the girl know how old he was, and she's like, "Oh, I'm fine with it if you are." 
and he's almost like trying to hope that I, I I think that like she pushes him away, but like she, she just keeps coming after him. She's like, you know, I, uh, the Panther is what she called him. She's like, I've, I've been with Panthers from like 25 to 45. And he's like, well, how old are you exactly? She's like, well, I'm almost 22. <laughs> okay. So I'm sorry. Your friend who's, I guess our age. Yes. Met a girl who's 22. Almost 22. Almost 22. And, uh, she's into it. He's not. Yeah, like it seems to be hung up a little bit about the whole age difference. Oh thing. yeah, well I get it. You know that's it's 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 a matter of preference, really. Uh, I can understand why guys our age would not want to do it, but at the same time, fuck it. Like thirty-five. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, twenty-two. Yeah, literally, fuck it. <laughs> It'd be weird if a woman was twenty-five or thirty-five and the guy was twenty-two. I'm just saying, it's a little weird. All right, what, well, what you're doing? If uh, she's getting dicked down, that's one thing. But if she's like, no, this is a serious relationship, it's like, Bleh. oh god, no, no, yeah, you go run the other way. But it doesn't sound like it is. But I'll, I'll tell you what. So I myself, I've actually never been in a relationship uh, other than the prostitutes. I, the cl- well, yeah, it, well, technically it's a relationship. Strippers. Yeah. Didn't you take your mom to meet a stripper? <laughs> uh, or not- am I making that up? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We'll, we'll leave that uh, uh, on the table for right now, but uh, or off the table rather. Anyways, so when I was 22, I actually dated a woman who was uh, mid 40s, and like I always had a thing for for older women, still do. Uh, I was like in the prime of my life. I was in the best shape of my life. And That's probably why you have a thing for older women, because that? when you were a very young man. You got with a 40-something-year-old, you know, and you hung on to that. I, I guess, well, but it wasn't a great experience. That's, That's a big age difference, dude. It, yeah, it is. But again, neither of us were like looking to get married or have kids or anything like that. Because we had that whole conversation. Well, what if you want kids? And I'm like, uh, what, what, you mean aborted or? You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you mean aborted by a doctor or by me drop kicking you down a flight of stairs? Hey man, any fucking five pack of coat hangers at the dollar <laughs> store? Just saying. Yeah, pack of cigarettes, bottle of Jack, uh, whatever gets a job done. But anyhow, so yeah, it was nothing more than uh, you know a little fling, having a little fun, hanging out and shit like that. So we're dating after about a week. We go out to dinner, end up back at her place. Things start getting a little hot and heavy. And the the thing about this particular woman though is she breast cancer survivor ha- had a double mastectomy and like you know we talked about that i i knew going in she didn't surprise me with it or anything so we end up in the bedroom and i'm like yeah like you know i'm here for you you know personality and all that like you know anyways. i'm sorry hang on when you say surprise me meaning there would be a surprise like what did she do put a couple socks no no i mean she no i mean she didn't surprise me like you know we we didn't start like you know getting hot and heavy end up in the bedroom and she's like oh by the way uh i had a double mastectomy because i had cancer but wouldn't you be able to tell well she or did she have like like i said like socks on the so she had a she had a padded bra that that she was wearing oh okay and so, and that stayed on like the whole time. And I understand she's self-conscious about the whole thing. I'm just ignorant. That's why I asked. Yeah. And I'm a buffoon. I apologize. Continue. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I felt like a buffoon because, uh, again, 22 years old, working out, best shape of my life since high school. And we start going at it. And after like about two minutes, man, I just feel myself going soft. I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. No, this isn't good. And were you drunk as fuck? No, you got that, that whiskey dick. Oh God, I wish at least it would have given me a fucking reason and excuse. In your twenties, you went soft as fuck. Yeah, man. It, 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 yeah, it was embarrassing. Was it your first time with her? Sorry. Yeah, first time. Oh, okay. And like, I was embarrassed, but like, I felt like absolute shit for two reasons. One, she's probably already self conscious because she's older, and I'm like, you know, the younger guy. I could have. You know, a woman who's 24 instead of 44. A 24-year-old prostitute, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And on top of that, she has a double mastectomy, so you know she's super fucking conscious yeah. about that. So I have never felt like a bigger piece of shit in my life 
at least inadvertently. I've done plenty of shit on purpose to feel like that. Yeah, dude. And that's the crazy thing about Whiskey Dick. And even if it's not Whiskey Dick, it's about like, you know what I'm saying, fellas, when it just fucking, the soldier isn't saluting. And, and then as soon as you think about it, as soon as you realize it, game over. That's the worst thing you can do. Right, and that's the thing with that situation. I was I was sober and in great shape. Couldn't get it up. I've but been, you're thinking about it. That's the thing. Is this, as soon as you realize it's happening, and yeah. you and you start like, oh fuck, this is this weird thing is happening. You're done. It's not gonna happen. It's not going up, buddy. Yeah, because the thing is, I've been like fat, out of shape, and and drunk. And I, I I got my fucking rocks off. So it, like it's just kind of a crapshoot sometimes. Like you just mm-hmm. have no idea what the fuck is going to happen, especially with somebody new. That's always the awkward part. Yeah, dude. But, no, I feel that because I've had whiskey dick since I was like nineteen. You know, if I drink too much, the soldier ain't saluting. I don't know if that's a real thing. I just said it. Uh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> you sound like a forty-five year old <laughs> construction worker. Yeah. Well, so, it's it's not happening. So you got to pop the little blooch. Every once in a while. I'm not going to say the name brand of it, but it's an offshoot of Viagra. And um, it takes an hour. You got to pop that shit an hour beforehand. So 45 minutes, not going to work. You know what I mean? You got you, the man, got to be doing all the shit. For me personally, it takes an hour. So when things are getting going, I, you know, I got to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> So you're kind of let me let me go uh, uh, check the pavement outside real quick, make sure it's level, <laughs> and then and then and then come back and then be like, so you want to play cards for the next hour, cribbage? <laughs> so you're you're kind of like Kiefer Sutherland in 24, except instead of 24 hours, it's 60 minutes that you're trying to fill. Exactly. I'm glad you made an actual reference to his career and not the time we got fucking shit faced with him. <laughs> yeah, God, that was awesome. <laughs> But yeah, you gotta. It's it's that is uh, the old oldest old manniest thing about me, I guess. Yeah, dude. Yeah, your age when your dick doesn't work. It's fine if I'm not drinking, but when am I not drinking? You know what I mean. Anytime you're in that situation where there's gonna be a sexual experience involved, drinking. You know what I mean. That's fine, but you gotta be careful about that. You gotta plan that up properly. As soon as you call the Uber, you better start popping that bloober. (laughs) (laughs) It worked on that all day, did you? (laughs) If you're going to be forgetful, you're going to be regretful. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, yeah, whiskey dick's a real thing. It's like, for me, it's always been that way. You just got to, I don't know, roll through it. And the worst thing you could do is dwell on it because you get all kinds of different reactions from that, right? You get like some some girls are like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why can't you get that fat dick? And then, yeah. you know, you get some girls are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you gay or something? You don't want to fuck this? You're like, nah, I'm just, just give me an hour. Yeah, save it. Save her in the flavor, honey. But occasionally you get that patient girl. You know what I mean? Who's like, yeah, OK, you're 36 or 35, 4, 3, 2, 1, 19 for me. Uh, that are like, all right, that's fine. And then all of a sudden, Fat Dick City. As soon as you stop thinking about it, Fat Dick City. Heavens open up, you hear trumpets play, the angels sing. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe we're talking about that. <sighs> but yeah, with the angels singing, there's, uh, it reminds me of this band I was just listening to, Greta, Greta Van Fleet, Flute, Flart. Yeah, Gre- yeah, Led Gre- Zeppelin Gre- Part Gre- Two. Yeah, Gre- yeah, Greta Van Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah, holy shit! Like at first, I was like, I- I just so you guys know, we can't actually play any clips without getting sued, even though it's under fair use. We're not going to take that chance. Go check it out yourself, Greta Van Fleet. They sound exactly like Ze- Led Zeppelin in fifty percent an endearing way, and fifty percent a holy shit, you're stealing everything about them. Well, sort see, of way. Yeah, and the fact that they're that they sound exactly like them isn't the worst part. The worst part, though, is that they're like, oh no, this is completely original music, right? That is generally their attitude from interviews I've seen, where they're like, because they're all a bunch of brothers, and uh, they're interviewing the youngest one who's been playing bass for 
so short a time he's only changed his bass strings once at the time of the interview and i and i looked it up and he was like 16 when i moved to america so and that was only six years ago so he he's just this kid who's taken along with his older brothers who are trying to I, i mean like hey they do a really fucking good job of it and it is original music but lean into that be like yeah we are led zeppelin sounding yeah, yeah don't don't yeah, fucking deny it and be like be nah the douche yeah absolutely even There's- the lyrics man they're like baby i love you <laughs> like no one does that anymore in rock music yeah fuck dude I- have you seen that have you seen the actual timeline of lyrical content over the years like in the 60s 70s it was a baby i love you which we all know means he wants to fuck yeah absolutely and then in the you know 70s 80s it was we're gonna fuck (laughs) and then that motley Crue era of like or aerosmith you know got my big 10 inch record there were (laughs) at least a few euphemisms in there and then all of a sudden shit got like i want to kill myself i'm so sad i hate myself and i want to die that's actually from the beavis and butthead soundtrack an actual nirvana track I hate myself when I want to die, and the guy fucking, you know. Uh, well, uh, fuck, man. A lot of those uh, bands, a guy did that. Like we were saying, Audio Slave, yeah, man, Soundgarden, no- Linkin Park, these guys singing about how depressed they are, they end up. Yeah, man, nobody can accuse them of uh, being posers or anything. A fart is a, is my euphemism for suicide. Yeah, and then and then uh, yeah, we get into the late nineties, and then, like fucking corn explodes all over the yeah. fucking place. Which is funny because like that style itself isn't that original heavy metal it's all extremely similar like you talk to a guitarist it's like you learn one song you learn fucking 50 sure but you get those bands like pantera they stood out they were a little more rock you get bands like corn like you were saying all these bands that kind of drift away from it and find their own style yeah, and it, it, it's kind of funny. Like, they, they always talk about how, like, every 20, 30 years, shit comes around again. Sure, yeah. But I, I happen to find a band, and this is, I guess, the, the Greta Van Fleet, Fleet, whatever, uh, of of that style, the rap rock music. Yeah. or it, whatever the hell Corn is. Yeah. The band you showed me. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a new band called Chaosium Kasaya, whatever. Anyways, go, uh, smile again. Go check out their fucking video. There's their fucking free plug. But holy shit, within like the first 10 seconds of the song, they go through like four or five just the staples of like every fucking corn song you heard. If I played it for you, didn't tell you who the fucking band was. Right? Oh, new corn. corn. Sounds, yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. They look and sound like garage band corn. Yeah, like, absolutely. Brandon White. showed it to me earlier. Holy shit. They even take Fieldy, the bass player, his bass tone. Like, I'm not a big fan of it. It just sounds like a bunch of farts. But it's his tone, and they did that in the song. Holy shit. Yeah, they, they, they should just list uh, Led Zeppelin as one, one of their influences. Yeah. See if they can get, a, get away with that. Yeah. No, no, we don't sound anything like Korn. Uh. We like Greta Van Fleet. That's, our, <laughs> that's who we're modeling our sound after. But to be honest... 17 to 22, I played in a band in Winnipeg. Shout out to those guys. Well, one of them's <laughs> dead. There was three of us. <laughs> but we sounded exactly like the Red Chili Peppers. And everyone, everywhere we went, people would say, oh, you guys are a ripoff of the Chili Peppers. And we vehemently denied that. And in fairness, in our stupid little minds, we're like, no, we're just like, we like them and everything. But looking back now, fucking ripoff. It was exactly the same. You know, I'll say that now. But yeah, flat, yeah flattery's uh best form of imitation. Whatever the fuck. But no one is. ever knew who we were because our bass player died at twenty four. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> so so what happened? Like drug overdose or something? Did he have to go to rehab or No, Johnny. He died from uh uh sleeping pills trying to regulate his sleeping he was actually uh in New Brunswick. Uh, while the band is from Manitoba, he's from he was in New Brunswick for the for working out there, and uh, he was at some party, and he's trying to regulate his sleeping pattern, so he had to take sleeping pills, you know. But the dude was six foot seven, 
And everyone talks about, oh, six foot three, six foot five, six foot seven is a fucking giant. I know. Everyone's going to come at me and be like, my cousin is actually six nine. I don't give a fuck. He was six foot seven and he was 300 pounds of solid cut muscle. The <laughs> stories I have of that guy. <laughs> the, the Jolly White Could giant. be a whole podcast in itself. Like if if I started a podcast and went on for three years, it would not fill the amount of stories I have about that guy. Being that size, the trouble he attracted, the trouble he caused, whatever. Anyways, sleeping pills and drinking. He was at a party. He's sitting in a chair. At, at least this is the only information I really have. And uh, he was quiet for once, which is when you know something's up. Like how long was he quiet before somebody? Like the whole him? night. You know what I mean? He was just sitting there <laughs> quiet. Oh, God. Drunk and on sleeping pills. And so the story goes, he stood up and then just towered down to the ground, dead. See, and, yeah. and that was it. That was I, I only know what people say to me. So if you're Johnny's family, don't come at me with, oh, it was actually this, that, the other thing. This is all the information I have. I was his best friend and bandmate. We had a record deal. We were just in the States. We were all fucking shit up. And that's all I have. And the family was not very cooperative with uh, a lot of the details. That's all I know to this day, like 15 years later. See, yeah, and, and there there you go. Like, like my uh, best friend, gone. Yeah, every fucking 20 years, everything goes in cycles, including guys named John who have fucking uh, <laughs> drug and substance abuse problems. He, it's not that he had a substance abuse problem. I mean, he did like drugs, but he, he didn't necessarily have a problem. But he was too big of a beast. You know, so he's taking too many sleeping pills because a guy like that, when you're six foot seven, 300 pounds, you got to take two, three, four. You know what I mean? Whereas guys like us could just have a couple. Yeah, man. Fucking shit ended up uh, in rehab, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did at one point, but that's neither here nor there. A lot of Johnny's go to rehab. That's like a thing. If you name your kid John, Jonathan, and if they go by Johnny... Or just John, you're looking for trouble. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, dude, fucking uh, yeah, John Mulaney, man. Did you hear all uh, all the shit going oh, on? Oh, another John. Another fucking another John. John. Every every rehab. yeah. Ah. Cycles around again. You know what? I don't want to talk about his drug or alcohol, whatever the fuck it is. Who cares? It doesn't matter. He oh, likes his shit. I'm yeah. I'm not fucking judging him. More power to the fucking guy, man. He's living life to the fullest. I just like. I'm just everything that's happened. It's like a fucking whirlwind of a shit storm of fucking craziness, man. Like, uh, I mean, the dude's living a life. I would I would gladly like walk in his shoes for this. So like the guy's on top of the world comedy wise. He's not like the biggest name, but everybody knows who he is. And he's, he's pretty fucking big like in, in the comedy realm. But he, he isn't like one of those breakthrough guys, you know, this moved into movies or like podcasting like Rogan shit like that. Like, sure. But he's also one of those guys that like people that aren't familiar with stand up know as a stand up comedian. Do you know what I mean? Like he is he's an outsider that way. Yeah. Where, uh, and a lot of young people like him. Which is cool because, like, an interesting thing that uh, someone told me about is the comedy world only extends 200 feet outside of the comedy club. And that's why <laughs> you got to be nice to all these up-and-coming comics because they're your fucking audience. Yeah. You know, and, like, 95% or 90%, whatever, of you fucking idiots listening to this are <laughs> male and I'm sure the vast majority of you at least want to try stand-up or do it and whatever because... All I get every single fucking day is messages. Hey, I'm so funny. Dave. I should do stand up. <laughs> I want to do stand up, but I don't I don't think the world's ready for my fucking out it's so out there and I'm so controversial and I'm I'm like get on stage you bitch. I, I fucking love it. Dave, you got to be nice to these people. Also Dave, Fuck 90 95% you fuckheads yeah. <laughs> listening right now. Well, whatever. They're already invested. They already they they know what they're in for. They know I'm doing it, you know, endearingly. You guys are fuckheads, but we're all fuckheads we could sit around and drink with, but also no. If you're, like if you're in LA, if you're coming to LA, whatever, I don't want to drink with you. Don't fucking hit me up for that. I want nothing to do with you. Thank you for listening to the podcast, but no, I'm not going to meet up with you. <laughs> yeah, th th that is definitely a little strange, man. I mean, if you're a girl and you want to meet up with Brandon, fucking go ahead. Make that happen. 
Yeah. No, I don't want to get a drink with you. No, I don't want to hear your comedy. Anyways, John Mulaney, going through some shit. He got divorced right after rehab, which is, I mean, not to gossip about his shit, but like that's that's out there in the universe. I feel like in general, outside of the Mulaney's or Mulaney now, <laughs> that's got to be the shittiest way to get dumped is when your partner just gets out of rehab. Like his, like, I'm sober and I'm clean and I'm going to do everything that's good for me, which means you got to get the fuck out of here. Right. His life is in such shambles that he has to go to fucking rehab. And the person who stuck by him the last seven years, which seven years of a Hollywood marriage, it's like dog years with Hollywood marriages. Yeah. Seven years (laughs) at that point is it's like 49 year regular year. So they had a good long run. But at that point, it's like it's time to end. You got to move on. And so, yeah, he gets out of rehab, divorces her, decides, well, what am I going to do with my life? I'm going to start dating immediately because my life is going so well at this right, point. Right, yeah. That's, that's, that's always how it goes with these with these marriages or whatever the fuck. And by the way, whenever there's a long-term relationship that ends abruptly by the person who starts dating someone immediately after, that's the reason why. I mean, there's overlap <laughs> there. I'm not saying he's fucking and sucking while he's married. You know, but there are those DMs where she'll post a selfie, he'll post a selfie, and there's little fire emojis involved, you know, the little heart eyes. That shit happens before the breakup, and then as soon as the breakup happens, fucking it sucking, and they're together. Holding hands in public, declaring their love for each other. Not surprised at all. And isn't isn't Mulaney's new... And, like, I don't want to gossip about John Mulaney. He's a comedian. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Love that guy. I don't actually know him, but I love him as a comedian. I'm a fan of his, is what I should say. Um, but with this shit, I don't give a shit. If he wants to fucking suck, as long as he's not doing it with his... Because uh, his wife, ex-wife, was saying that uh, Ben... Who's that big Hollywood actor? Ben something, I don't know. Ben Ben, ben Affleck? Ben Kissel? Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not, not last podcast guy. Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> ben Affleck was grabbing ass in in at the at the Oscars in 2014. Oh, God, that's, one of the, that's one of those Boston people you got to watch out for. One of those Boston people. <laughs> What's up, Stacy? <laughs> Shout out to that gal. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? If Brandon grabs your ass at this point. Hey, she was asking for it. What was she wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that could get away. Like that is a legitimate defense in a Boston court. Your oh. Honor. Oh, absolutely! Did you yeah. see what she was wearing? <laughs> That's not even a Boston accent. <laughs> yeah, close, but the judge would be enough. like, "Let's see," and he sees a picture and he goes, "Nice," <laughs> and then that's that's the end of it. <laughs> Dude, Boston's oh, so gross. God. <laughs> it, it it's all right. They have a right to exist, Dave. Uh, I don't know. Fuck the Boston Bruins. I am happy that Taylor Hall, hockey player, back to this shit. Hockey player is. You know, he was the first overall pick. Oilers, he went to New Jersey and then uh, Boston. Or sorry, uh, Buffalo and then Boston. Yeah, Dave If I have the order of the teams wrong, I'm sure you'll come at me. I don't give a fuck. Go ahead, come at me. I don't care. Suck a dick. Doesn't matter. First overall pick. Now he's with uh, uh, Boston kicking ass. Fuck yeah, And And for that, I'm happy. Because I like him. And and that's the only time you'll... Anyone should ever be happy for Boston ever. Well, that and they went up against the Capitals, which uh, oh god, just you let gotta a watch nuke them lose. Drop on the Garden yeah. or uh, the, yeah, the Capital One Arena, whatever, uh, and just get that over with. The Garden's Boston. Yeah, but Capital yeah. One is DC, but they uh, they got Tom Wilson. Fuck that guy. As much as I love an instigator, as much as I love a shithead, that guy is doing some dirty shit. Don't like it. God. I don't like this Tom Wilson shit. You know he's grabbing heads. He's slamming heads. That's not cool. I love poor sportsmanship. Don't get me wrong. And I love the occasional cheap hit, but this guy should be suspended from the league. Fuck the suspension, dude. Send him straight to the fucking chair. (laughs) Or the firing squad. Oh, yeah. I mean, his choice. If he played for the Carolina Hurricanes, he would have his choice. Uh, It's funny you should mention that, Dave, because uh, I got a little surprise for you this week. It's double the mailbag fun. So no, uh, yes, I fucking hate mailbag. I I, I know you do, which is why I every love it one so of you much. fucks 
have such stupid questions I don't want to answer. All right, well, this one isn't that bad either. It's not like, you know, yeah, live or dead, who could you have dinner with this? So uh, in South Carolina, they, they now uh, made it, I guess, legal again to where you can be executed by either the electric chair or a firing squad. Yeah. And because they have that southern hospitality, they give you your fucking choice. That's what I was Which just talking about. Nice. I was just talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I know. All right. So uh, our... Uh, this is fucking Dean in uh, Minnesota. Uh, shout out to that fucking guy. Wants to know uh, if you had to be put to death, would you rather have the chair or a firing squad? Oh, that is a good question. Thank you so much, Dean from Minnesota. Saying that the worst question in the world. I mean, it's too bad he's from Minnesota. Let's see how he does. Well, with, he uh, fucking can't help everything, you know. Some some people are God's special children. You know, with what's going on right now, I'm not going to talk shit about Minnesota, but <laughs> his name is Dean. That's the shittiest name. It sounds like it should be short for something like Deanifer, <laughs> but it's not. It's just Dean. Someone looked at that baby and went, Dean, Dean, you know? Dean, Dean, the drinking machine down at the local uh, watering on nickel pitcher night. Yeah, exactly. Where he was conceived. And yeah. probably born and educated. Yeah, stabbing women in the parking lot who won't sleep with him for $5,000. Anyways, uh, <laughs> what's this question? Uh, uh, okay, shooting so, squad or electric yeah, chair? Yeah. Dude, I got to say electric chair. Because with the firing squad, there's always one guy who aims for the dick. So if you don't know how firing squads work. <laughs> and this is from ex personal experience when you were on a firing squad in Yes, Canada. I died on uh, the firing squad one time. So... How it works is they, uh, and this is this is going back to like 18th century. Firing squads have been like probably longer to be honest, but like at least with uh, with with American military American executions, how it works is they they tie someone to a post, and they have however many people it varies. Let's say six. Don't come at me if it's seven or eight or ten or fifty. I don't care. It doesn't matter. They have all the dudes there. They typically give one person a blank shell. So everybody, after the fact, when they start having guilt about that years later, they could say, well, maybe I was the one with the blank shell. Problem is, <laughs> it's humane murder. One guy always aims for the dick. You're supposed to aim for the heart, you know, or the head or whatever, like a fatal shot. But one guy always aims for the dick. My fear is that all six guys are going to be that one guy who aims for the dick. And I'm going to be standing there and get six shots to the dick. And I got to bleed out my dick like I'm making Jim Beam. You know? <laughs> that, that completely likely scenario that... Like they shoved a bunch of grains up my dick first. They shot me in the dick. And then they're just pouring the blood into a bottle and slapping a Jim Beam label on it and saying, here's your whiskey, you fucking drunk. There's your whiskey dick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, electric chair all day, even though that's extremely inhumane and not very effective. What about you? Electric chair or firing squad? Yeah, and I actually have to agree with you on this one for that last reason you gave, which is because it's not very effective. I have a pretty high tolerance to pain, medication, booze, all that shit. So I'm going to take the chair on the off chance that it doesn't kill me. It'll probably make me retarded, but that's good because once you become retarded, they can't legally kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Texas, dude. Depends where you go committing your crimes. If you're going to Dallas, you know, thinking you're going to wear a cowboy hat and jeans and a sport jacket and you do some fucked up shit, you could be mentally challenged. They'll still fucking execute you, although maybe not because you're white. Well, no, they'll still uh, they'll, they'll still do it there. I mean, like, if you couldn't kill retarded people, nobody in Texas would ever be put to death. <laughs> Damn, Brandon. What? That's shitty. Is it true? Not though? everybody in Austin <laughs> exists there. Austin's cool. I like Austin. I've been there. Shout out to those guys. Haven't seen you guys in a while. Uh, what else we got? Um, what are executable offenses? Like, it's got to be because I was researching this, right? Okay. So I'm going down the rabbit hole as one does. And uh, <laughs> on the subject matter, <laughs> on the subject matter of executable offenses and. A lot of them are really fucked up, heinous crimes. Like, some of them are, like, rampage killers, 
who have gone in like ugh. one guy like well these two guys they they went on like a murder spree they kidnapped a family they killed every one of them in the most heinous ways they killed a bunch of people in the town one of those guys was put to death and i'm like mm, all right good not like <laughs> not good that Dang. the state is killing them i don't think the government should have that kind of power no matter how heinous the crime if they died in the process of it good if they died of a heart attack good like slobodan milosevic you know big time war criminal from yugoslavia he died in prison awaiting trial for war crimes and it's like ah good i don't agree with executing him but i'm glad that he's dead if that makes any sense i don't think the state the government should have the power to say who in this country gets to live and die at the citizen level or really any level to be honest that's what i think what's up i don't know man like there's there's definitely like certain situations and shit but situations uh, yes i mean but as a, as a penalty as a conviction because there's a fate worse than death my friend which is being a heinous killer in a general prison population. Ask Jeffrey Dahmer how that lasted for him. He made it, what, four days or something? Yeah, but didn't he do, like, he did some other crazy shit, like he was, like, fucking underage boys and shit like that. And Sure. Yeah, that, that I think that was more than anything. It wasn't so much the, the, the killing. It was the, uh, the, the fucking boys that uh, kind of got him a bad rap. Well, I think it was the notoriety, to be honest. Fair enough. It was like, oh, he's a famous guy. I got to fuck him up. And that would happen with any famous. Like, you think Derek Chauvin is going to be in a general prison population anytime soon? Fuck no. Oh, God, no. He'll, he'll probably uh, get a hero's welcome by the guards when he gets to gets to jail, I'm sure. Throw I him, doubt it. Throw him a parade. Um, Dude, I doubt it because, like, he's contributing to the fact that people hate police. You know, because I am, to an extent, I'm not, I'm pro-individual officer. I'm anti-abuse of power. My dad's a cop. I get it. But abuse of power is separate from the need for policing. We do need police. And, and when they say defund the police, they're trying to say limit their powers, limit when we need to call them we're all about de-escalating situations, but the term defund the police to the wrong ears means something else. Yeah, well, the people screaming defund the police were defunded of brain cells at birth. Well, no, I, 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 I think it's, it's a very important message. I just think it needs to be clear exactly what that means. And it doesn't mean cut out police. Police are extremely necessary. Are you fucking kidding me? There's nobody... A very... Very few people out there screeching defund the police on my side actually mean eliminate policing, period. Nothing good would come from that. No, if we eliminated like policing, and, and, and my, my thing is like the individuals out there, like I said, I'm a little biased. My dad's a cop. My calling in life was to be a cop, but I got the spurks. I can't handle the noise. I can't handle the lights. I can't handle anything without shitting my pants. A little <laughs> bit of piss in there, too, sometimes. But I wanted to be a cop. My whole youth, my whole teenage, my young years, everything. And you know what? I get it. I can't fucking do that. So instead, I became a comedian. But I would have <laughs> been one of those good cops that doesn't shoot unarmed black people. You know what I mean? And I feel like the majority of cops are just like that. The majority of cops don't do that. The problem is when the ones that do, there's no accountability behind it. So they could do this horrible, sh like, abuse of power, murder shit and get away with it. We need to hold police to the same standard we hold citizens. You know what I'm saying? Police are absolutely necessary. But when they step out of line, when they abuse their power, they need to be held to the same standards as everybody else. So like you, you so like let's say they kill somebody uh, unarmed, innocent, you know whatever and all that. Um, should like they be put to death? 
I don't believe in the death penalty, period. So no. Yeah, really? Like, all right, well, what about... Uh, all right, well, how about home invasions? How about that? You're talking about self-defense. Self-defense is a little bit different. I, well, see, it depends. Like, yeah, because uh, to me... It, it extends more than just a home. Like for me personally, like th there was that dude in Canada, the farmer and whatever it was, Alberta. And, uh, there were some, uh, young on his property and he found him like going through, I don't know, his truck or a shed on the property. They were stealing all sorts of shit. And, uh, like he, he just fucking fired shots, killed one of them from what I remember. He's a murderer. Bullshit. So uh, he's a fucking murderer because what, what threat, did they post to him and his personal safety? Well, he doesn't fucking know. Like they're on his property stealing his shit, you know? Like So he shot them without them even knowing. Like I get it. When you're breaking into a truck, you run the risk of getting your ass kicked, but uh, getting shot, you Now, they're they're trying to steal something. They're not trying to murder you. Now, I get what you're saying. If you're inside the house, to me that's different. If you're inside the house, you pose an imminent threat. And if anyone dies breaking into a house, I feel no sympathy for them. Right. And why, Maybe why that's right-wing Dave. And, why, and why, why would you shoot them? Because you don't know what they're going to be doing right, next, when they're, right? When they're, when they're rifling through your truck, they're not going to... like. You, if but you, do you if know, he shot the gun do you in the know, air... But yeah, but do you know that they're going to just leave after they're done with the truck? How do you know they're not going to move to the house? Okay, so if you're walking down the street and some guy fucking starts mean-mugging you... Do you know if he's going to stab you to death or not? Do no, but you, you shoot him shoot and him? Uh, eliminate all doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so what if you're on the street and some guy's breaking into your car? Do you get to shoot him? I believe so. Ah, see, that's what we're talking about. That's the that's the line between you and I. It's like, no fucking way. Well, because I'm going to be going he, to my car. His intention isn't to hurt you. His intention is to go through your car. And you could argue people further to the left than me could argue someone breaking into your house while you're trying to sleep is there to steal your TV. I say, fuck that. If they're in your house at night, knowing you're fucking home, they're there to hurt you if they encounter you. And uh, so that, to me, is self-defense. But in the case of that, where I, I don't know anything about that, but shooting someone, going through your truck, fuck that. You're a murderer. I, 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 I feel it's justified, and if nothing else, it's great practice for the county fair. <laughs> with those with those movable dudes stealing your truck yeah they, 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 they just pop up and they have a different item from your truck like one guy's got the register another guy's got the the visor <laughs> one guy's got your rear view mirror <laughs> and yeah you, you gotta hit them all with like milk crates yeah absolutely or instead of milk crates i don't know i'm fucking drunk close it up well when aren't we <laughs> dude we're always drunk this is a good time Anyways, we got pen to paper with, uh, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to wait until they post it on social media. How about that? Fair enough. I know we said last week we we're going to say it. Fuck it. We'll oh, wait. Dave, you little tease. We'll wait. I'm only in it for the money. Okay? That's why I do podcasting is for the money. Oh, and the prostitute fame Dave. <laughs> and the glory. Glory hole. I am such a whore <laughs> for fame. And cock. And, and, and dick. I mean, I mean. <laughs> No, dude, I'm all about those breasts. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Uh, we are the Valley Boys. Uh, Brandon, tell them where you can find us online. All right, you can find me at Blanco 69 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find that filthy little fucking Canuck on <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at Dave Weasel, at Valley Boys Pod on Twitter, and at Valley Boys Podcast on Instagram. I'm really impressed you have all that down because I don't know any of that. I only know mine. I don't even know yours. Eloso, what shit At fuck? Eloso Blanco sixty nine. Eloso shit fuck sixty nine. Yeah, well you're down. I have that down because I'm down. We're both down. From the side, <laughs> a lot of people say I have. I look like I have Down syndrome. Yeah, and I uh, don't know why I just said that. <laughs> I, I'm losing weight, okay? <laughs> the mask helps. Especially Wear between mask, the ears. Everybody. Uh, good night. All right. I am uh, Dave Weasel, and the only reason you listen, this is my sidekick slash assistant slash asshole slash penis butt cock wrangling dick farting shit goblin anti- 
California right wing donkey garbage <laughs> spewing shit dick. What words can't we say on iHeart? Oh, can't say the network. Thank you very much. We are the Valley Boys. Good night. Thanks, Glory Hole Dave. Good night. I am not Glory Hole Dave. If you call me that again, I'll quit the podcast. <laughs>